hey, Giallo July is here. It's it's July and we're doing all Giallo movies. Giallo July, cause, you know, because they sound they sound alike. It's it's clever, right? It's clever of us. Anyway, yes, all July is all Giallo movies. And if you're not familiar with what a Giallo film is, listen to the episode. We explain it. Uh, it's a very wonderful genre from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, we still get some Giallos today, too. Maybe not true blue Italian authentic Giallos, but, uh, you know, there's movies like The Last Matinee or Knife Heart from, tw- is that 2018? 2016? No, it's 2018. Knife Heart. Yeah, that was a cool movie. Uh, if you're looking for some more contemporary Giallo films. But this week... We are talking about uh, 1964's Blood and Black Lace, directed by Mario Bava. And if you're going to get into Giallo movies at all, you absolutely need to know who Mario Bava is. Um, we love this movie. We had a great time talking about it. Tons of fun. Uh, this is another kind of short episode. Episode's been kind of short here lately, I know. Sorry. Um, and we explained in the episode kind of why. This summer has been kind of sucky for everybody, so... Um, anyway, this is going on way too long. Uh, let's see here. Um, we talk, yes, we discuss, uh, Blood and Black Lace and from 1964. And we also discuss a few other movies. We discuss, uh, Stranger Things 4, 2022. I'm saying that right up front. We actually talk about it at the final part of the, uh, you know, what you watch this week segment, but I'm saying it up front. We talk about Stranger Things 4 and we talk about it with heavy spoilers. We give you time in the episode to like, you know give you like a couple you know 30 seconds or whatever but w- when we start talking about that we are going to spoil so if you haven't seen stranger things 4 first off what what are you doing uh and second off we we do spoil it um so melissa also talks about masters of horror she's still going to masters horror season two she's on season two she does episodes five and six and that's from 2006 and i talk about the recently released film the black phone starring ethan hawk from this year I believe that's it. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 99. Check it out. Check this out. Ooh, you're giving me the fingers. Two fingers. Dos el fingeros, as our Spanish-speaking friends say. Oh, my gosh. Is that correct? Dos el fingeros? Of course it is. Fingeros. Fingeros. Right? Yeah. Is that offensive? Uh, Is it racist? No, that's not racist, right? I don't know. Making fun of the way people talk? That's okay, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. I am your host, Chuck. I am your horror co-host. Mel. Indeed you are. And it looks like you have another guest over there. She keeps just, (laughs) the string on my gym bag, she just keeps attacking it. Yes, the new cat. I have to keep moving it. Look at her. She literally will jump, latch onto the chair and try to get this bag. That's so funny. Trying to get that bag. Trying to get that. We're all just trying to get that bag. Right. Uh, I am mad at her. Um, (laughs) Yes, indeed you are my co-host. And this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss horror movies uh, that's, that's our it. favorite <laughs> and not so favorite horror movies based on a monthly theme. And guess what? What? It is no longer Bug Month. Oh, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> thank God Bug Month is over. Seriously, there was a lanternfly that got in the house yesterday. It was flying around and you Mike th- killed it. Why? Because it was Bug Month? And he says, oh, Bug Month. And I was like, bitch, Bug Month is bug over. Bug Month has been over. I was like, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, 
last bug month episode was actually in July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, like I said earlier, off mic, I can't seem to get my shit together. It's this okay. Summer. No, me neither. So anyway, that uh, so bug month is over and it is July. So What's we July? are doing Giallo July. Giallo July. Giallo July. In case you are unfamiliar with the Giallo film, tell us about it. Giallo films. T- <laughs> oh, meatball. Jeez, you you got a thousand animals here. Not nearly enough. Meatball is right in my crotch. Okay, meatball. Yes. Anyway, if you're not familiar with the giallo genre, uh, giallo started off in the 60s, early 60s, mm-hmm. and they're Italian horror movies, and they, they follow a whole bunch of tropes. Usually, there's a whole bunch of things involved. Typically, you get some uh, unidentifiable killer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're masks. Sometimes yep. they're just in the shadows. They're mm-hmm. usually wearing a trench coat and, and a, a hat. fun hat. And a fun and some hat. Gloves. Almost always with the leather gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually a really cool, like a uh, sleazy score. Oh yeah! And usually the feel of most giallos is kind of like that sleazy under un, underground. Underground? What am I trying to say? I don't know. What are you trying to say? Like in this movie, I was gonna say. So this week we're doing um, Blood and Blood and Black, Black Lace, Lace, which yes. takes place in this you know house of fashion. Yes, a fashion. This house. like underground scandalous fashion. fashion house. Yeah, yeah. And like Deep Red, we did Deep Red. Mm-hmm. It was like the you know. The music, the mm-hmm. kind of underground music scene mm-hmm. with these piano players, and the uh, so it's got it's usually got something like that going on. Um, lots of neon lights, usually uh, lots of blood, usually. Yeah. Although this well, one, this one yeah. no, but even though it's in the title, yeah, <laughs> right. We'll talk about it, but you know. But anyway, those are some of the things you get with uh, Giallo. Usually, there's an unlikely person mm-hmm. that a little uh, twisty twist, maybe. Yeah, there's always there's almost always a twist. Yeah. Uh, and t- what I, it, it does again, it doesn't happen in this one, but usually the the person mm-hmm. going to sleuth out the and yeah. solve the crime has nothing to do with the crime. It's yeah, usually yeah. just like a, a concerned citizen. Uh, this one we actually get a, the yeah. commissioner, like or whatever he was, the detective. Yeah, yeah. But yep. Yeah, you and know, they're fun. all a lot of them are just like mystery whodunits with yeah. lots of fun yeah. kills. So yep, yep. And that's the giallo. Giallo means yellow. <clears throat> Uh, in even, Italian, even though red is the color you well, see they, a lot of, <laughs> they call them they they call it yellow because of the book. Because yeah, there was these uh, exploitation novels that like used to come out, novels, and, yeah, yeah, like noir and stuff. And mm-hmm. they and in Italy, if it was inappropriate for younger readers, they would make them yellow. Yes, yeah, so yellow cover. There, yeah. yeah, so that you knew, like, oh, this is yep. this has sex and How death fun. and murder in it. I know we talked about this before. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We did kind of cover it. that was a while but ago. It's good though. Yeah, we've actually only done one giallo, right? We've only done deep red. Um, did we do any more? You know, I'm not sure. Did now. we do Argento yet? I don't know. We talked well, about Deep Red. Deep Red. We talked about Argento derp, a lot, derp. though. Anyway. Okay. I think we've only done the one. I could be wrong, though. Tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, let us know. Anyway, those are Giallos. Italians. They almost always have uh, overdubbed. Um, yes. Voice voices, dialogue, whatever you want to call that, words. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm done talking about Giallo. Oh, right. Yeah. No, you're not. We'll be talking more. Anyway, later. Giallo July, and we'll be talking about Blood and Black Lace shortly. Yes. But how was your week, and what did you watch? Well, my week was awful. It was um, awful. Awful, Yes. Dude. Yeah, you're Um For anyone who follows me on the socials, I know I'm like shit at the gram anymore, but like if you follow me on Snapchat, you'll know like I was like sick last week, and I don't get sick. I don't. Yeah. I don't ever remember. <laughs> okay. Me both. 
that better be UPS, meatball. right? Meatball, tell them. Drop off my package. Anyways, so, like, I was, like, sick and depressed. And uh-huh. then I had a sinus infection. So now I, like, I feel good. But I have, like, a weird little tickle in my throat. So yeah, if you sucks. hear me cough, sorry, guys. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the black lung paw. <laughs> so, Jesus, Derek, you've been down here for a day. So, wow. So, um, got a quote Zoolander. Yeah, always. If not Anchorman. Um, so anyways, while I was sick, I didn't watch much horror because I was in a weird mood and I just watched a bunch of old wrestling pay-per-views. Like professional I saw that. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very nostalgic because I grew up watching this. I've never missed a pay-per-view growing up. So, uh, you um, and your dad? Uh, and my whole family. Your whole family. We like, <laughs> would all gather and do it. Seriously. Oh, man. So that's what I was watching, actually. So uh, sorry, but not that sorry because it was amazing. Um so I'm feeling good now. So just a little depressed still, you know, the standard. Yeah. But yeah, forget about that. Let's talk about what I watched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And I watched two episodes of the Masters, Masters of Horror. Yes. We're still going through the Masters of Horror. We are. We're halfway through the second season. There's only two seasons. And these two episodes, well, this first episode, touchy because of what we're going through in the world. This is season two, episode five, Pro-Life. That's what it's called. Oh, no. Um, I don't know that I've seen this one. I almost didn't do this one because of the current shitstorm going on in the world. But, right. Um, <clears throat> Determined to rescue his pregnant daughter from an abortion clinic, a religious fanatic and his sons plan a violent assault just as the doctors suspect oh. her pregnancy might not be of this world. And this is... Dire- trigger, trigger warning. Yes. Oh, my God. Quite. <laughs> and this is directed by John Carpenter. Really? Yeah. So you only hear about cigarette burns because that's John Carpenter's cigarette burns. He yeah. didn't put his name in the front of this one. Well, didn't he do another one too? Just these two. Cigarette burns in this one. Okay. Yeah. And this actually stars Ron Perlman. Okay. And Derek Mears, who who has been like the predator and Jason Voorhees and Swamp Thing. He's okay. like good at doing like, you know. Big bad stuff. Yes. Yeah. So again, John Carpenter's son, Cody, did the score for this episode. Don't mind my dog. He's digging <laughs> He's over there. He's digging to China. He's just getting comfortable. Yeah. It's so bizarre. The cats do it. I don't know. Maybe get some of that. Anyways, so the opening credit score was good. It reminded me of the movie Hocus Pocus a bit. Not sure why, but it was pleasant and witchy. Definitely probably the high point of the episode. Sorry. The, the opening credits yes, were the high I'm point serious. of the episode. There's some slow motion shots of the teenage girl, the pregnant one, running around in the woods and all that at first. And maybe it's to show her distress, but it was like a weird, bizarre choice. Okay. There's like some weird, bizarre choices in this She one. shouldn't be running if she's pregnant. Well, she's... I don't know. It's it's. We'll get to it. Wait, is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. I don't run, and actually, you don't run, and you don't get pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> Knock on wood. Let's oh, keep gonna, it that way. Oh wow, he didn't bark. He's looking though. <laughs> uh, anyways, the acting by everyone not named Ron Perlman wasn't great. <laughs> uh, left a lot to be desired. I love Ron Perlman. Felt a bit. I do too. Well. Felt a bit forced and awkward in places. And I wouldn't even say this is one of his best performances either. I do like Ron Perlman, even though he like definitely left his wife of a million years for a younger woman recently. And I think like, dude, I that's don't know shitty. That. And now she's like taking him for like a lot of money, <laughs> which good for you, girl. Yeah, Ron Perlman probably has a lot of money. Yeah. And she's been with him for decades. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks for Ron Perlman's bank account. <laughs> Not my problem. Anyways, so there is some awfully cringy dialogue in this one about God wanting them to kill her baby. Literal words. Uh, seriously, that's what she says. Um, I she don't says know. God wants to kill my baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. God will want. I don't know. I don't know if this is full on what the writers and Carpenter, who didn't write on this, but did 
obviously direct it believe or they're making fun of people who believe these things or that the pro-life people are hypocrites willing to kill people to save unborn zygotes i don't fucking know okay it's hard to say where they're coming from and what their belief is wow like i don't i don't know the inspiration i do know that wait so you don't know what the message was behind this i don't know if they're for it or against it to be honest (laughs) Uh, like i don't really? know what the people writing this believe because it was like so over the top and cringy okay like i didn't know if it was supposed to be a joke or not but it was delivered very seriously huh yeah i, I have to watch it i don't know don't Dude, it's not that great it's, it's probably one of the worst ones okay one of the worst ones of like the series mm, better than the boring ones i guess but yeah there was that one with the ear the hearing yeah. that we did that you did last time that was oh, awful was- unwatchable this is better than that but not that good so this girl thinks she's pregnant with a demon or an alien of some sort her pregnancy is moving rapidly she looks to be months along um even though she becomes pregnant like a week earlier so obviously not a normal pregnancy although i don't know what a normal pregnancy is but you know (laughs) uh there's a dumb flashback of how she gets pregnant uh she was on these swings in her backyard at night because she couldn't sleep then a demon hand pops up and grabs her and then it's some confusion like blurry shots of her describing being violated by a demon okay it was real weird there's lots of choices here and then all the while Ron Perlman, who plays her dad, is like super pro-lifer, obviously, who terrorizes the clinic all the time. And uh-huh. he and his sons, his redneck sons, they like overdo like the their white trash redneck. Like, okay. like Dale, Dale, well, sound, get the guns, yeah, Dale. It sounds like they're making fun of the people that. I think so. But it was like that. some of the dialogue was really like rough, like talking about what he like. Ron Perlman had dialogue where he was talking about what the doctors do during an abortion like okay. procedure. And it was like. It's like stuff they don't do. Oh, I don't know, but it still was like real. Like this is, I don't know, this is what people believe, and it yeah. was like scary. I remember they, because uh, I I've <laughs> talked about it on the show before. I grew up in the church, and I remember being um, younger, maybe ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. What how? Well, what are you in sixth grade? Because sixth grade, I went to Christian school, and I remember them having like a pro life rally. Because well, you're like fourteen in it in ninth grade, right? Yeah, fourteen. So. No, it wasn't when I was 14. Or so maybe go it was. down, I mean. No. Ninth grade. So minus three. 12? Yeah, 11? 12. Like, that's what it said. I'm trying to do math here. Okay. <laughs> no, go I was on. like 12, and I remember I remember having like these pro-life, uh, they had pro-life rallies. Ooh. Yikes. And they had, they had a class. We took a class once, and it might have been a part of another class, a health class or something, mm-hmm. where they showed us like how awful and evil abortion was. Oh, my gosh. And they... They said that they do this and that, and they suck the baby's brains out. And yeah, they so do they all say this. like in the movie. They showed us this horrifying footage and stuff. Which now, looking back at the time, I was like, "Oh my god, right? abortion is the most horrible thing ever." And, you know, totally bought yeah. into it. I didn't know anything. I was ten or twelve. Um, but looking back on it now and thinking about it, it's like I, I don't I think that any of that footage probably not was, real. Yeah. Well, it might have been real, but it probably was not from a like. Yeah. regular abortions it wasn't from any like, like any medical thing it was like way over the top and uh yeah anyway that's my, my story anyways it's my first deal yeah i remember i remember going to church with people that protested yeah. at abortion clinics and stuff Jeez. i never went insane um my par- my parents never got into like that side of it because i remember growing up at southern baptist church and it being mm-hmm. very much like anti-abortion oh, and pro-life yeah. and stuff Never had those worries. My mom is very pro-choice. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. They, my, my parents. We never went to any of the because the church definitely did it. They mm-hmm. definitely went to oh, I believe abortion that. clinics. I and believe stuff. that. 
and they call them like protests and rallies but it's really just harassment oh yeah it's just awful like as if these people like like someone going to get an abortion probably isn't feeling that great anyway but then also there's other things at planned parenthood people don't just go there for abortion they have so many other like and people still harass whoever goes in there yeah my wife used planned parenthood not that long ago like it it's an amazing thing exactly, that we have. Exactly, you know? And they want to... They provide so many services and then there's... Well, is, that's that's what they do though, right? They yeah. they just hoot and holler and scream about this one thing. Propaganda. Like, you got to keep the baby. And then, okay, I kept the baby. Like, I get out of my face. Like, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, okay, good. You kept the baby. Move along. It's like, well, yeah. I need help now. I didn't yeah, want to have this that. baby. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, pro-life my ass. Those creepy people are like, we'll adopt your baby. But then there's like thousands of thousands of children yeah. in foster care like uh-huh. well, what about them those babies yeah like you're full of shit you weirdos anyway we don't anyways have to- <laughs> yeah back to the episode okay so so it sounds like it could be interesting this episode but it's pretty darn snoozy uh, yeah it sounds like yeah. it, it sounds funny almost and there's like an unintentionally hilarious moment like i don't even think they were trying to be funny where the girl's water broke but it like sprayed all over the nurse's <laughs> face like acid That's it was so gross like acid did it like burn her face she like was like ah it got in her eyes Okay, that doesn't happen. I don't. I I would assume it just goes on the floor. Yeah, but it just drops right on now. the floor. Yeah. Well, it was an unusual pregnancy, a demon baby. It sprayed uh, no, it right I in the face. I can't speak to demon pregnancies, but I can speak to normal pregnancies. Okay, well, I was, I, I'm glad you're an expert. I was pregnant myself, but I was with someone twice that was. If you were, though, <laughs> that could have been a demon. It could have. <laughs> Anyways, and there's so much damn CGI in this episode. From oh, the really? moving belly oh, to bullet holes where people are being shot. It's just so goofy. And this is 2007, so it yeah. probably looked terrible. It wasn't good. So the very end, I actually really liked. Um, okay. The baby comes out. It's like a weird lobster demon alien making silly noises, which is kind of cute. And then it's like a normal baby's head because it's growing fast. Normal baby's head on like some little lobster legs or something. <laughs> I don't know. What's the name of the episode called? I have to see this. Pro-life. And then Demon Daddy pops up in the end, and he's pretty cool looking, you know. But it's way too late to save this episode. Absolute <laughs> mess. So I'm going to have to say pro-life. I would say pro-choice. Oh, as in choose not to watch this one. The demon's cool looking. He looks cool. Yeah, yeah, He's got yeah, those it's... big ass horns. But that's like way too late in the episode. Very end. Where's the baby? I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a gruesome. This thing fucked her? Uh, apparently. Ugh, but man. you, you don't you see it. Thing is Stop. Let gruesome. me. Hold on. What do I type into Pornhub to look that up? That thing's got a probably got a big old dong. Look at it. Um, yeah. Look at it. I don't want to. Look at it. Um, we're I, just friends. I can't see that we're just friends. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't uh, find the demon baby. It was cute though. All right. I'll and demon daddy, yeah, fire. I like the demon dude. But like I said, like it was too late to. Too little, too late. Exactly. All right. I wanted him like in the episode the whole time because he was cool looking. Oh, there's Dario Argento. Yes, the next episode, actually. Episode five. Pelts is episode six. Pelts. Season two, episode six, which is directed by Dario Argento, so okay. who also did season one's Jennifer. Um, this is uh, <laughs> a sleazy, desperate fur trader haunts a local strip club and gets his hands on some priceless raccoon furs, which might be more than just priceless, but cursed. And this is based on a short story by F. Paul Wilson. And oh, my God, it stars Meatloaf. Oh, nice. The actor, yeah. Oh, he's and the, dead. Yeah, well, he should have got vaccinated. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did die of COVID. <laughs> and, sorry. <laughs> I do love his music, though, and his acting. Well, his acting's not great. But and his fun. tits in Fight Club. Yes. His name was Robert Polson. <laughs> his name was Robert Polson. <laughs> um, and this also stars John Saxon. So uh, this one is great. Honestly, I thought, like, um, 
the family episode was going to be the best one on this season. Mm-hmm. I think this one is amazing. Really? Yes, it's crazy. Uh, starts off with blood and gore. There's dead bodies. Like they show you what happens at the end in the beginning, like the aftermath of okay, yeah. the dead bodies. The cinematography is d- decent. There's dark, gloomy like shots with lots of red light. Some foggy nighttime scenes. Stripper kitties. That meant titties, but it was a typo, and I kept it in. <laughs> Stripper titties. So Meatloaf plays an absolute sleazeball dickbag. He's yelling and mistreating his employees. He sexually assaults a stripper that he's obsessed with. He's a total shithead. So Meatloaf. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> nah, I don't think he was like that. Mm, he uh, would do anything for love. He would do anything, but he won't do that. <laughs> yes, that. Whatever that is. Uh, so the only thing... <laughs> what was that song about? I never... He's talking about like butt stuff. <laughs> I always assume that, but I don't but I think so. do that. Like was she asking him to kill somebody? I see Meatloaf doing that. I say she. It was Meatball straight. Meatloaf. Yes, I believe so. He could be a little bi. This conversation is revealing how little I actually know about Meatloaf. Let's just talk about Meatloaf. Ma, the Meatloaf. Okay. You lost me. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) I want to talk about Meatloaf some more. I'm hungry. Let's eat some Meatloaf. Uh, I don't have any. Sorry. Let's eat Meatball. No. Just kidding. Uh, So anyways, I'm not a fan of the animal deaths. Um. They did like film like a real animal, but they obviously don't kill the animal. But they, there's like a point where they stomp on a raccoon. Oh, jeez. And yeah, it was very upsetting. And because trash pandas are some of the cutest animals ever. Yes, there is a gaze of raccoons in our backyard like every night. They're gay? No, the, a, a, a group of raccoons is called a gaze. You, you're gazing at the gay raccoons. Yeah. That's, so they'll have like gaze parades like around Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Little f- trash pandas with rainbows. Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyways there's Pride some, Month is over Stop talking about that it's stuff never over. It's never over It's Wrath Month now it's r- <laughs> Wrath <laughs> Month Pride Month is followed by Wrath Month And what what's Wrath Month involve? Being mad Yeah no, That's Rage Rage wrath. Month I don't know Anyways <laughs> There's some funny moments Like the, with the first Argento episode <laughs> He's like really good uh, at bringing some comedy to his heart. Uh, he this is. hillbilly kid is like petting the pelts. Like all the raccoons are like up, hanging up. And he's rubbing his face on them, saying they're so damn beautiful with some weird opera music is playing. It's absolutely hilarious. They did it on purpose. <laughs> because I it's was funny? Okay. Up. Yeah. Uh, and there's loads of blood and gore. The hillbilly pelt kid beats his father to death with a baseball bat. It's brutal. That's cool. And then the, se- the sun sets up an animal trap and jumps face first right into it dude <laughs> it was bloody insane well um one of the best deaths that i've ever seen in quite a while i'm gonna be honest his face like comes off oh my god yeah all like and this creepy operasque music was playing the whole time yeah, and they're doing there. it because um the furs were on some land like the raccoons and they're cursed oh so everyone who touches it or like goes through with it like spend some time with all of it whatever the furs they the kill themselves they kill others or they kill themselves <coughs> excuse me oh, and that's they're like cool. doing like torturing themselves it's crazy that's fun like uh rem- one reviewer only gave the episode nine out of ten stars because of too much gore and needless nudity like what, <laughs> what a loser what needless nudity all nudity is necessary i agree <laughs> and all the gore so um Everyone who spends an excessive amount of time with the pelts starts harming themselves and others. This lady who works like with meatloaf's like fur thingy, uh-huh. he, she like sews her eyes and her nose and her oh. mouth shut until she suffocates. That's gross. Amazing. Yeah, and it's that's slow. That's awesome. Yeah. The story isn't that interesting. 
And Meatloaf is only a moderately decent actor, but man, I love this episode. Especially, obviously, the extra gore and the needless nudity. Stop um, saying needless nudity. I'm just quoting that guy. There's we also need, We need all the nudity. There's also some hilarious 80s porn music, and Meatloaf has a weird sex scene. Oh, me, uh, oh my God. Oh, absolutely bizarre. I and I loved it. You loved it? The, I loved it. It was hilarious. Oh, it was funny. Amazing. Okay. And then the when very you said end, bizarre, I thought you meant like upsetting bizarre. Like, I don't want to see this. No. Okay. I mean, it, it could be upsetting. Okay. It's it's meatloaf. So. Yeah, he's he's not an attractive man. No. No. Um, the ending is batshit crazy. Meatloaf. 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 <laughs> meatloaf. We said meatball, meatloaf, and Finally, meatloafed. like, starts turning crazy from the pelts. Uh-huh. And he cuts off his own skin as a special pelt for the stripper that he's obsessed with. And he chases her around the crummy apartment building that she lives in, American psycho style, waving his giant piece <laughs> of skin around. Oh, gross. And literally ends in, like, an even bloodier, crazier ending. I want to see this. This one is an absolute must-see. I want to see it so bad. Season 2, this episode 6, insane. Pelts. It's on Tubi for free. Go watch it. I want to watch it. This is, like, so I've far, never seen this, one. this season, best episode. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely loved it. So I highly so recommend have, Pelts. So we have two episodes so far that are worth watching. <laughs> yes, Family and Pelts, but definitely recommend this one. All right, cool. All right, That thanks. sounds like fun. That's all I got for you. Uh, how are you and how was your week? <laughs> how, and tell me what you've been getting how, into. I like how you had to like muster like, oh, come on, sound a little bit like you can. Well, we how, talked about me. How, how are you? <clears throat> how was your week? How are things? How are you? God, I don't care. Why do I have to ask this? Gosh, you know me so well. <laughs> my week was... Oh my gosh, you're really going to tell us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, proceed. It was... I don't know, man. It's chaotic. Right? It's like you can't get anything done. I'm all over the place. I, yeah, I don't know. I just can't get my shit together. I, I second the getting the shit together. I can't either. So that's my week. <laughs> together, we're like one big mess. I know, dude. And I but had, at least we're cute. I had, a, well, one of us is. Um, you think I'm cute? It's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just can't get it together. We'll do better next And yesterday week. was like the day from hell. Oh, I'm sorry, I bud. I didn't sleep at all like the night before. Yesterday, yeah. like Friday night. I was up really late. And... uh and I woke up and a man and I just immediately at the beginning of the day, we were just off and started Aww, fighting and we yeah. fought all day. I mean, we ended the day and it was fine. Yesterday, yeah, it happens. Yes, yesterday ended fine. You could be married actually, for 11 and a half years. Actually, yesterday years. ended extra fine. Ew, you could be married for like 11 years and not have a fight yeah, here no. and there. And it wasn't even really a fight. And it was plus, just, I'm sure it was just your fault. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was pretty 50-50. Uh, we were both like sleep deprived. I'm sorry, and, like, buddy. I'm going to anyway, have to take her side. It's It's all good. I could tell by your face you were wrong. That I was <laughs> <laughs> what, because of the, how, how male it looks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. You're probably right. And old. It's probably mostly my fault. Old and white. And yes. ugly. <laughs> and ugly. Just kidding. Old, white, ugly, <laughs> male. <laughs> anyway. Um, but we got through it and we're fine now. And it was just a crummy day. Could have made it better just by going to Double Nickel. I could have. Your favorite place. I wanted to. It just didn't happen. Yeah, my favorite place. All my troubles go away. we should go there tonight i don't know what time they close seven <laughs> yeah i don't think so probably not gonna happen um anyway yes one highlight from my week was at the beginning of the week sunday or monday night monday it was monday night monday night i saw <gasps> the one movie you're gonna talk about yeah the one movie i'm gonna talk about <laughs> i saw the black phone Ooh, tell us about 2022. it 2022 
obviously it's probably still in theaters and it's still it 2022 is. It is still in theaters and it's still 2022. based on a novel by joe hill yes the son uh, of stephen king yes i had it written down stealing my thumb everyone down. should just know that um yes the black flow the black <laughs> flow i'm doing it again do it again meatloft meatloft black flown yeah this is a really <laughs> great episode uh, after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. <clears throat> I believe that that's giving away a little bit too much yeah. because it does this cool thing in the beginning where the phone's ringing and you don't know who's on it. But like after reading the synopsis, you're yeah. like, oh, well, it's his dead friends. And I don't think that they should have given that away. But they yes. did, so whatever. They sure did. Uh, and this was directed by Scott Derrickson, who also directed Sinister, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Deliver Us from Evil, The mm-hmm. Exorcism of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. or as we call it in my house, the movie of which we do not speak its name. Yes, uh, which I understand. That one freaked me out when it came out. For some reason, it was the only movie in the world to freak me out. Yeah, Amanda can't even I know. talk about that movie. I know. We talked about it so once much. at her parents' house, and she's like, we got to stop talking Ooh, about stop this talking right about now. Yeah. She claims that at the night that she saw that, something really bad happened. She woke up at house. 3 o'clock? Well, yeah. We after you saw that movie, every, everyone did, everyone yeah. woke up at three the o'clock. The witching it's, hour. Ah. Yeah, that movie. I I'd, I really like to go back and watch it again because I, I. No, the last time I watched it, I was like, "Wait, this ain't scary." I don't think it would bother me now. No. No. When I saw that movie, well, anyway, I don't go to <laughs> Exorcism of Emily Rose. Eventually, we'll do that movie. Maybe we'll do it with Amanda. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> anyway, yes, it's based on a novel by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Um, I've been hearing about this movie for like yeah. a straight up two years Dude, now. Dude, they hyping this shit yeah, up we've been waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting a long time. Um, a long, long time. And the cover photo Feels I've always like thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. Like that picture of Ethan Hawke with the mask mm-hmm. on. I was like, I can't wait to see this movie. I went really dying to see Ethan Hawke as a, a, like a deranged serial killer. Yeah. I was like, that's going to be fucking awesome. I've never seen him in a role like that at all, have we? Uh, I mean, no, he was a vampire. He was, you know, he's always been like a good guy. Well, he's a like, kind of a villain in Moon Knight, but oh, I haven't watched Moon Knight. But he's not scary. Yeah, but we haven't ever seen him be scary, and I was really looking forward to that. I had my hopes very high, which I try not to do with movies, but it just couldn't help it. I was just so excited to see yeah. this movie. Um, the mask, like I said, looked cool. It was a real simple premise. I was like, this, and it's from the director of Sinister. Right, you're like, you can't like, mess this, this up, right? This movie's going to be the fucking shit. And it just fell very, very flat with hmm. me. Very flat. Um, and I am in the uh, I'm in the minority. Yeah. Most people love this. Um, I all have, the reviews I'm seeing are back and forth. So I, all, well, yeah. it's got mostly favorable reviews. Yeah. Um, I have a theory as to why that happened. And why it fell flat with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, a lot of people really loved it. And it got, like I said, we got mostly favorable favorable reviews. Mm-hmm. It just did not deliver what I wanted. Um, I really wanted my, like I already said, my biggest thing was seeing Ethan Hawke as a serial killer. Yeah. I was very excited about that. And, uh, and he does a really great job. He plays the killer who's called the grabber. He's grabbing mm-hmm. kids and just like, <laughs> taking, them the to grabber. The, taking them to the basement and killing them. Um, and we do get to see a lot, you know, some of Ethan Hawke is great. And he's wearing his creep. Oh, he's wearing creep, that creepy ass mask. Yeah, which about. is cool. It's designed by Tom Savini, uh-huh. in case you were wondering. I wasn't, but thanks. Um, all of his movements and mannerisms are very strange and mm-hmm. off-putting. And he's doing like a really great job. He's got like a weird high-pitched voice, if yeah. I'm remembering right. Yeah. 
where he's he's just psychotic and it's great cool but he's not in it nearly enough i swear to god he might be in it for a full like six minutes of the movie i could be wrong but that's what it felt like seriously he was in like yeah a couple of scenes they did not utilize him nearly enough so they focused on the kids more yeah it was all the kid in the basement Hmm. they do and i don't need this but they do nothing as far as a backstory for the grabber whatsoever which they didn't need to that's fine but we didn't get anything you know sometimes not giving you anything will make you know a character a a serial killer scarier Mm -hmm. you know we can't see his face we don't know what his motive is he's killing kids that can be creepy oh definitely but we get nothing about his character we get no weird corks we get no we don't see him doing anything strange we don't see anything with ethan hawk without Mm. the kid in the scene oh you know what i mean like we get nothing from the killer Mm -hmm. And that was really, really a bummer because that's why I wanted to see this movie. I was yeah, like, I wonder what yeah. Ethan Hawke's going to do with this character. It's going to be awesome. And what he did was awesome. It just wasn't wasn't enough. And, it, and I just we were waiting so long for this movie I that know. I feel like our expectations then, were yeah. very high. Mine were. and I was Yeah, absolutely. Just really, Mine um, were too. And then you just came and shattered everything. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I have, I'm going to wait. I have wait. more. Please um, go on. But yeah, most of what we see is this kid trapped in a basement trying to escape. Almost every scene is like him try- doing something else to try to escape. Okay. Or he's talking to his friend, his dead friend on the phone. You know, one of the dead kids that was mm-hmm. already murdered by this guy. Um, oh, this is set in the 70s also, by oh, the cool, way. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So there's a bunch of references to like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and um, a couple other things. Um, but yeah, that's what we get. It's this kid in a basement, mostly. Mm. And the two kid actors, well, there was a couple of child actors, but two main character child actors were great. Okay. Especially the girl. She did a fantastic job. She's actually kind of funny. Mm-hmm. She plays like a clairvoyant or like she, she has oh, yeah, yeah. she has abilities where she sees things and she knows things. Um, so she's the one that eventually, well, I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't. Brand new. She, I'll say she does find him, but even saying that isn't really true because there's a big twist at the end. Okay. Which is cool. It's good writing. Um, so that wasn't a spoiler because, you know whatever Um, whatever. because i said it wasn't um but yeah that's most we get i mean the most disturbing scene in this is a a little spot of child abuse which wasn't even considered abuse in the 70s so they don't even really tell you like why he's doing this no he's just killing kids he's just a kid killer just psycho kid he's not a kid killer he's a kid grabber dead killer kills them but we never killer we don't and i was talking to my friend at work about this um but like we were both like we he was like he's like i don't I don't know how to say this without sounding like a freak or there's uh-huh. something wrong with me, but he's like, I want to see one of those kids die. Yes. Like, I want to, like, like, raise the stakes, man. Show us something. Dude, me too. You I haven't even seen that. You don't see die. any deaths. No deaths. Was this movie PG-13? I'm getting to that. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. You don't see any deaths. There's very little blood. There's, I mean. Uh, but was there a black phone? There was. Okay. And it's in the middle of the wall. It's disconnected and he keeps getting phone Just calls check on in. it. Just check in. But it's, that's, that's it. I don't understand why it was R. Like you just it said. It was R. It was R. Oh. The only thing I can think of is because of the language. There's a lot of like gross language and like the F word being thrown around. But even that's Which was hilarious like, because it was all kids saying the shit, oh, which really? makes me laugh, you know? Well, yeah. Seeing kids, seeing like 12 year olds like curse like sailors. It's always fun. Um, but that that's all... All the child murders happen off screen and or in the past. 
Uh, there's no hmm. overly violent scenes. Yeah, I've seen worse. And shit. we're fucked up. We want violence. Yeah, I do. I want towards something towards children. You're comparing this movie to Sinister. Yeah. Everyone's compares like, oh, it's the it's the sister to Sinister. It's but like, like the, people die in Sinister. Oh, dude, there's some gruesome, oh, disturbing some shit in that. Yeah, I love those. There videos. were no they 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 took all the risks. They were mm-hmm. like this. I mean, it's really. Graphic. Actually, I might go rewatch that. that I haven't family seen that in so long. That yes. tree, they went there with that movie, and there's some disturbing stuff in that. Oh yeah, there's none of that in this movie. Oh, um, I shame. guess they thought maybe the idea that a bunch of kids had been killed by this dude would be enough. And you're a parent. It wasn't enough. But no, it wasn't enough at all. It's definitely not enough for me. No. Um. Yeah, but we were. Yeah, we were both kind of like we didn't get to see any of the kids die. <laughs> Which might make me sound like a psycho, but I nah. think I think horror fans. You want yeah, you're you listening want, to this. You know we you want crazy. something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want if you saw that happen and it was there, I'd be like, oh my god, like this guy's crazy. Yeah, it'd be compelling. You know, but I wonder. I've none actually of that. this is one of the Joe Hill books I never got around to reading, so I'm gonna uh, read it and see if we get more information. Honestly, because I've read a bunch of his books and he's a great writer. He's a good writer. He is. He's. I'm not gonna say he's his dad, but I'm gonna say he's good. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, anyway, there just wasn't very much substance or meat or anything in this movie. It was just, it felt like an amp, like a, a vamped up uh, episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. 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 Complete with like the cop trying to find him. Mm-hmm. And like, it it really just felt like a little crime, I see that. crime yeah. thriller. But Criminal Minds has some fine ass people in That's it. It's true. So. What's his name? Uh, Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. Yes. Right. Your wife and I used Daddy, to send each other yeah. pictures of him like all the I rem- time. Yes, I remember that. And uh, yeah. I'm going to do that the now. The late 2010s. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that later. Just send her a random picture of Shamar Moore. Do it. Do it right I, now. Send no, it right now. No, my phone's all the way over there. Oh, okay. So, but I will. I will be done. <laughs> She'll appreciate it. She's still. What is. Oh. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. The, uh, Whoa, we're bringing it back. Yeah. Back to. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's some OG Forsaken Cinema doing shit like that. Totally forgetting to Feels mute everything. Feels good. Feels good. Feels like the first time. Feels like the first time. <laughs> I was singing that earlier. I know you were on the show. You were. Feels like the very first time. <laughs> Who sings that? Foreigner? Yeah, Foreigner. Yeah. There are nothing but hits from them. What I you, said what, what I said. What do you suppose he's singing about? Because um, doesn't, Mad- doesn't Madonna uh, have a song like that? Like, like a, a virgin. Because <laughs> the dude's dick is so big, it makes her feel Touch like a virgin. for the very that, that's what that song is about, right? I have no idea. Yeah, they explain it in Reservoir Dogs. Oh. Mm. Remember, Steve Buscemi explains it. Well, oh, no, no, no. Quentin Tarantino. I was going to say, experience. Steve Buscemi says a lot of no. stuff in Reservoir Dogs. Huh? Steve Buscemi says a lot of stuff in Reservoir yeah. Dogs. No, Quentin Tarantino's saying it in the beginning, he's like a virgin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways. I don't know, I don't know where this is going. Uh, but yeah, Black Phone, going against the grain a bit, wasn't my cup of tea. I do, however, have a theory. Please. As to why it was so popular. Yes. Excuse me. It is. <coughs> uh, one, because of Sinister, first and foremost. Um, but also, this was this would be a really great movie to show someone that like wasn't really into horror. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it's just exciting and like thrilling enough to where it, probably there was a whole bunch of normies that don't normally watch horror movies mm-hmm. that went and was like, oh man, that was great. Because it was a good movie. It was just as a like... 
So maybe it's a good starter movie for people yeah, like horror now. Yeah, and I think that's why it got a lot of really good reviews because people wanted to be a little scared and they mm-hmm. were, and it wasn't too much for them. And it was like, yeah, it was solid. Like I was scared. There's some really, there are some really great jump scares in this too. Mm, but I hate jump scares. No, these ones are done really I well. Like a couple, no, a couple of movie. It was a no. There wasn't too many. Okay, good. No, but there was there was a couple, and it was they were good. They weren't. It wasn't like you know, wasn't like harassing us with jump yeah. scares. But there are one or two that were like legit, like holy shit, where where, where the scene was already scary. They're already doing mm-hmm. something. It wasn't just out of left field. Okay, cool. It's like you kind of knew it was coming anyway, but it's still scary. Because when it's like jump scare, and then it's just the cat jumping through the window. Yeah, it's you just know? like a la- and they do it like ten times yes. before you get your kill. Yeah, it's stupid. Like the the newest scream movie was just yeah. that was it. That's manipulative. That's it stupid. Is. If you want to scare somebody, scare somebody. Don't startle them. Anyway, who cares about startle anyway. them? But that's that's my theory is that uh they um. A lot of people liked this yeah. a lot because it was like, I watched a horror movie this weekend. Like, you know what I mean? And we're not gatekeeping. That's cool. And we're like, you know what? That's cool, man. No, yeah. I'm not gatekeeping at all. No, I know. I'm just saying in just case saying. anyone's listening. And they're like, in oh. fact, the opposite. Like, if the I was going to yeah, get somebody in a horror, I might show them this movie. Like, yeah, uh, you might try this one. See how you oh, like it. Oh, that reminds me. Gatekeeping. Did you finish Stranger Things? Yes. <gasps> oh, we got to talk about Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, we'll talk about it you're done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Well, then let things. me just point out that... Um, Black yeah. Phone will be on Peacock in like a month and a half. So if you want to just wait and not spend, you know. Yeah, that's what I say. Theater money, I'm going to wait. So yeah. anyways. But I could, people might really like it. I might be way off. I just know that I probably won't be. I will probably feel the same as you. So I'm going to yeah. just No, wait. you will. I'm not not recommending this. Yeah. I'm just saying like. If they, they're on the if same If you want something you, that's yeah. like easily digestible and kind of fun. And you want to see Ethan Hawke be kind of weird a little bit. It's, okay. It's a, okay movie. Fair. Anyway, Stranger Things. Uh, yes. Spoilers. Ahoy hoy. I oh, gotta talk about this boy. shit. Okay. Well, Spoilers. let me just start by saying I cried a lot. I didn't cry. I, uh, ugly I cried. almost cried. <laughs> no, I ugly you cried. You ugly cried. Yeah. I have no shame. Anyway, did spoilers, you like right? it? You said spoilers. Okay, we're doing spoilers for Stranger Things four in five, four, three, two, one. Was it when Eddie died? Oh my god! <laughs> Not even after he, when he that died, when I Eddie was died. crying. I was and pissed. then when Dustin was talking to his uncle, yeah, I was ugly crying. Yeah, again. that one got me a little bit um, when he's telling his uncle that he died a hero. But did he? Did mm. he die a hero? Was that some of the worst fucking writing you've ever seen? I uh, loved this season, and I loved yes. I loved volume two. This is literally. Listen to me. I loved everything about it. Yeah. This is literally the only thing I didn't like. No, I'll tell you the only thing I didn't like. The only thing I didn't like was Eddie's death. He died alone. Well, Dustin was there. I mean, there. Dustin was there, but he was a hero. Yeah. He was the catalyst for this whole yeah. series. Hold and on, he those damn died, bats. died alone. For what reason? Do you believe the theory that he'll be popping up in the next know. season because he died know. in the Upside Down? I don't know. I don't know. But I loved his character. I... I also loved his character so much, and I thought he was really, really great. And just the way they killed him mm-hmm. off was Wait. like, <laughs> I thought I got everything. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's a trailer. Yeah. Wow. We were really, it was yeah. really OG for Sega Cinema now. Feels good. Welcome, guys. Feels like the... Wait, didn't we just do this? <laughs> um, but he was the... Like I said, he I set everything off for the season and was like this great character. And they killed him... While he was alone with Dustin, yeah, Dustin was there, but he was yeah. basically alone. He died doing like the dumbest thing. He didn't have to go the back. The problem is, he could have yeah. went back in. He like that's true, stupid. but he didn't run away this time. <laughs> but that was the whole thing. It's yeah. like I didn't run away. It's like you could have. Like that'd have been fine. Yeah, you'd still be alive. Well, 
but I didn't they run. They need no, to kill you, somebody, and they won't kill main characters. No, they won't. Because uh, I know they're not Game of Thrones. Did you see that that uh, that whole controversy? Yeah. Well, it wasn't really controversy. It was more just like a ribbing yeah. between the uh, Duffer brothers and Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Did you did you read no. about that? What she think? she was like. She said something like, we got to start killing off some of the main characters. Yeah. Like, why are we like, you know, everyone's safe and then we kill off. She was joking. Yeah. And then the Duffer brothers came back and they were joking too. They were like, um, they were like, this is a kid's adventure <laughs> yeah. show. Like, I know. She said they were like, this is Hawkins, not some other yeah, place. Yeah, he was the Game of Thrones. He was like, yeah. he was like, this is Stranger Things, not Game of Thrones. Yeah. So. But he said this is Hawkins, not whatever. Probably Westeros. Yeah. Westeros. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. That's where Game of Thrones is. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it, but I was like, come on. We're just making these like f- nice side characters that we fall in love with just the Yeah, and then slaughter. Max Max almost dies, and you're like, oh, finally. Yes. They, they took a risk. Like, I can handle this. But then she's still alive. Well, we'll see. No, she's, she's like, alive. But get she's the not, fuck th- out She's of not here. in there. She's there. But anyways, so I really like that. The only thing I didn't like is literally Vecna has them all strewn up whatever strewn up strewn strewn up and mike's doing this long ass dialogue uh to like 11 telling her why he loves her and vecna's just like yeah i'll wait i'll wait before i finish getting (laughs) you know everything done i'll wait go on buddy also that whole speech he gave was kind of cringy oh yeah (laughs) fine i didn't like all the stuff where um where Will was like, you're our heart, Mike. I was like, ugh. I felt so bad for him. Will? Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. He just, he cries in like every scene in this movie. And he has bad hair. I wish oh. they'd do more with this character. I feel so bad. They kind of just have him there. Yeah, yeah. You really feel, he's like just this third wheel the whole mm-hmm. movie. And yeah. It was, but it's nice to see Demogorgons and. Demogorgons were cool. I, yeah. Did, I heard this whole thing where a lot of people were like confused and like thought it was bad writing. That like the whole Hopper in Russia, no, they like were that. like it had nothing to do with the story whatsoever, and it's like well, it kind of did at the end. I mean, that's where the, he ended up in season three, so we got to you know. Yeah, I liked circle, it. I so. liked all the stuff. And now and, we're all yeah. back together. I liked um, what's his name, um, uh, Yuri. Yeah, the whole Yuri Murray thing. I Yuri loved, Murray, I, I loved, loved it Murray. so much. Yeah, we discovered that Murray was like a secret yes. badass. Oh, he was so cool. Yeah, I loved the first fight when they were on the plane. When he mm-hmm. kicks Yuri's ass yeah. and he like knocks him out and then they can't land the plane because he knocked Yuri out. But when he's like all surprised, he starts fighting and he's like, yeah. oh my God, like I know karate because <laughs> he's been fighting like 12 year olds his yeah. whole life. But he really actually, I thought that was really great and really funny. Yeah, they definitely make you fall in love with him even more. He was already a funny character. So. Yeah. And then Yuri is hilarious, even though he's trash. Well, he he's redeemed at the end. Mm, I guess. He flies the helicopter up. Because what's his what's his name gives him a gives him a whole yeah. where's that hero i don't yeah. see him or whatever yeah uh, yeah that fine ass man yeah that was a good looking dude yeah um but yeah i thought i really enjoyed it. i thought it was fantastic other than the eddie death i thought everything about it was fantastic mm-hmm. they wrapped everything up vecna's still at large um from what i've read they're gonna give will a major because so. he's connected to yeah, Vecna somehow. Yeah, he could, well, because when yeah, he they put, like he pull put his it, hand on his neck, and they yeah. like pull it all back together. Because in the first season, when he's like got the whole possession thing, yeah. it was Vecna all along. Yeah, it was always Vecna. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm very much looking forward to the next season, even Hell though yeah. I'm like super sad that it's the last season. Yeah, yeah, next season is gonna be the last season. Yep. Do you think it's gonna take place in 1989? 1989, uh, stand up and take a look around. It won't be ready 
for a little bit that the actors are going to be older. I think they're going to go forward like three years. Okay. So, so probably 90s. So 1989. Is that? This, it this, is. This you're right. Well, maybe four, three or four years. So. It has to stay the 80s. Does it though? It could it's, be 1990. No. No, this, the show has to end in the 80s. That's the whole thing. It's an 80s show. Well, we will see. I'll fight you. Uh, why? I don't know. <laughs> Just because it'll be... I'll, 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 I'll throw this table. Oh, this is a heavy <laughs> ass table. Uh, yeah, it's it antique. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Stranger Things. That's a strange way to end our review we of Stranger it. Things four. Yeah, well, if you haven't, like, you gotta go fucking watch it. It's like it's. It's so hyped up. Season one is still my favorite season, and always will be. I, I actually, think this one's my favorite. I season. actually started watching it again, and I was like, nope, season one's my favorite. It's so badass. Um, but four is right underneath it, close second. Okay. So, Very cool. Very nice. cool. Now. Now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's getting cold in here. Is it? I better put on the candelabras. Yes, the clap-on candelabras. Ooh, feel that warmth. Just kidding. They're battery-operated. <laughs> <laughs> they emit no heat. <laughs> just like, Barely any light either. Just like your soul emits no heat because it's cold and dead. It's missing, actually. It's missing? Yeah. Your soul is missing? It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You lost it. I I bet it in did, like a card game. Oh, did you win? No, obviously well, not. Well, obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at cards. What, I don't what know would, what I was doing. What would you have gotten? Dildos. Okay. <laughs> 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 this must have been some pretty intense dildos. Yes. Shaped like the demon from that episode. Oh, God. Like the whole demon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> yes. Welcome to my book club. Yes. <laughs> right, that's the, or, that's the organ in case you're wondering. <laughs> the organ. All right. The turkey organ. <laughs> I read Howls from Hell. More Howls. Howl? A horror anthology from 2019. So first off. Wait, you just did a book called Howls or something. From the Dark Ages. This is the first anthology released by the Howl Society. Oh, right. I that's obviously right. reviewed Howls from the Dark Ages before this one. Which so was from that, that the yes. same. Okay. The Howl Society stands for Horror Obsessed Writing and Literature Society. And fun fact, they actually started and formed on the Horror Lit Sub on Reddit oh, cool. many years ago. Um, they formed this little society where it's easier to have their stories published and a little support group. And they ha even have like a book club right now through Ooh, Discord. Might have to hit them Discord. up. Discord. 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 You know, so that's pretty neat. And, you know, they bring you more horror books. So that's great. Yeah. We need more horror books. Now for this anthology book. First, I thought it would be all... <laughs> what was the little shimmy? <laughs> this is what I do. First, I thought it would be all demon-y themed because the title says From Hell. And it does start off that way. However, this is just uh, short horror stories. And that is all right. Duh. That is all right. That, <laughs> that's what we're here for. Uh, almost, anyways, most of these stories are great. And I'll talk about a couple that I really liked. But there are also a few that miss quite terribly. And I'll mention one of those as well. Sorry. Not okay. all of them slap like Howl's from the Dark Ages. Okay. <clears throat> ah, me, 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 me. <laughs> me, me, me. Oh my god, are you gonna sing? No, you know sing, I can't fucking sing. Sing your review. Starts off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Immediate embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't sing it. I'm very aware of that. I just like doing it. I like, so. I like your little songs that you sing. They're fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I like when you're quiet. <laughs> I, like, I like when you're not doing anything. <laughs> oh. The organ shuts me. <laughs> So it starts off strong with uh, demon wars and humans doing some dirty work and bidding for the demons. So what are you? Oh, he's drinking. Sorry, go 
Anyways, so the first one is called uh, The Pigeon Lied. That's what it's called by J.W. Donnelly. What I love about the story is that there is a lot of humor and comedy added in and that the humans are doing like there's like this middle ground between hell and earth. And they're like, do you all right there, bud? Tilt, tilt. <laughs> um, that the humans are doing like work for the demons and they're doing it for like stupid reasons, like hats and trinkets from demon houses, because apparently they have houses and groups um, that give them hell street cred and whatnot. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. Like, one guy ends up literally with, like, a John Deere, tr- like, hat, and it's, like, from one of the hell houses. <laughs> it's, <laughs> nice. like, hilarious. That's cool. <clears throat> um, And then A Casual Encounter by Quinn Fern is a neat little story uh, that starts in a chat room and ends in a hotel room where a beautiful woman likes to lure creepy men that she eats with her body. Literally, her body opens down the middle with giant teeth. And she eats men this way. She just like pushes them in there. It's gross. It's amazing. That sounds hot. And her screen name is literally Man Eater. So, um, duh. She's a man eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch Watch out, boys. She'll chew you up. (laughs) Here she comes. She's a man eater. Man eater. Thank you. Anyways, that's a great one. Um, The third story that I really want to talk about that I liked is called It Gets In Your Eye. Oh. By Joseph Andre Taylor. That's three names. I just want you to know Joseph that. Joseph Andre Taylor. So Mr. Taylor, <laughs> serial killer. Kudos on your three first names. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about a girl who went on a trip with her family. And when she comes back, she felt like something was in her eye. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Slowly, it gets more and more irritated and inflamed. She goes to many doctors who don't see anything and believe it may all be in her head. Although it is, in fact, visible that her eye is irritated, at least. Uh-huh. But they think it's like a psychosomatic thing, maybe. Ooh, psychosomatic. But the description is much more detailed and gross by the end. It's certainly some like body horror in there, which is great. Uh, there's a great ending where the husband comes home to find that she's removed her eye with a melon baller. Oh, nice. Very squeamish. Uh, really enjoyed this one. Now, for the one story that I absolutely hated, and I feel bad saying this, but I hate it. And you know what? The reviews are weird because a lot of people love this one. Okay. But I think a lot of people who love this one were like horny girls or something. I don't know. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's called Red and the Beast by Thea Maeve. Okay. Also two first names. Thea Maeve? Yeah. Maeve is... Oh. Maeve. Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. Yeah. From the boys. Yeah. Still haven't finished that you either. You should finish it. The season's over. I know. Last episode was a bit disappointing, but. Oh, I heard it was really good. No. Oh. I just there are some s- good things. I just want to see Herogasm. Some, oh, that was like three episodes yeah, ago. And that I've, was a little disappointing too. I've only seen the first <laughs> episode so far. Anyway, go ahead. Wow. You're slacking. Sorry. Anyway, so it's called Red and the Beast by Thea Maeve. This really doesn't qualify as uh, Bug Month is over, but there's a fly in here. <laughs> Bug Month? What? <laughs> How could there be a fly in here? Bug month is I over. Know. Those are the rules. <laughs> Bug month was in June. There should only be a masked killer in a trench coat yes. in here. But ah, what if one just like peered at the door? The like, ah. Anyways, uh, Red and the Beast by Thea Maeve. It doesn't really qualify as horror for me. It's like a fantasy story where Little Red Riding Hood is some badass warrior chick who's really good at throwing knives, which would be cool and all, but it's written like super cringy fan fiction where she falls in love with beauty from Beauty and the Beast. The horror is missing. I don't even understand. The Beast isn't really the main focus on this one. Uh, the title should be Red and Beauty. And oh my God, this is so cheesy. Anyways, everything else is good. This one is super cringy. Okay. Weird, out of place. Um, but everything else, very entertaining. I highly recommend this book. Okay, 
Cool. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my boo. What was the name again? Club. Howls from Howls Hell. Howls from Hell. Cool. Howls. Yeah, I'm going to check out that uh, that group. That sounds yeah. cool. Do it. I will. Anyways, get out. Ah! <laughs> what was that? Oh, wait. That was, that was somebody running up. I would have to do. There you go. <laughs> wow. He just went down the steps. <laughs> wait, he's back. He's <laughs> <laughs> running all over the place. Anyway. You want to talk about? You wanna talk about mamas? Wow. Um, why do I keep forgetting the name of this movie? Blood and Black Lace. Jesus it's Christ! It's long. It's blood a long name. Blood and Black Lace. Blood and Black Lace. Blood and Black Lace. Blood and Black Lace. We're back. Stupid. <laughs> Hey freaks, first and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. Are you ready for this? This is a trailer for a house of Blood and Black Lace. A dazzling whirl of elegance. Ooh. Of exotic, extravagant beauties. You got the English version. An adventurous journey into the devastating allure of the most What, did you watch the Italian version? Mm-hmm. Oh, a subtitle? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I watched a dubbed version. Yeah. Suddenly, these lace curtains ignite a drama that will lacerate your emotions. Ooh, lacerate Blood your emotions. Black Lace. <laughs> I want my emotions who lacerated. Yeah, I bet you do. Shrouded, ah. sardistic, sordid fiend. Why this bloodthirsty orgy? This holocaust of lives. Ooh. Holocaust of lives. Blood and black lace in bleeding color. Bleeding color. Beautiful. This is so fucking cool, man. Yeah. I live for this shit. watched the dub version like a poser really? yeah i watched what? the subtitle version where did you watch it tubi oh i didn't watch it on tubi well, i get scared of tubi because the one time i watched remember when i watched oh, um, yeah when we did my bloody valentine mm-hmm. and i watched that version on tubi and they yeah. cut out all of the all of the gore oh, well, like they didn't all do that of it here but well how do you know well there really wasn't much gore huh no there wasn't <laughs> not in the version i watched either is this your first time seeing Blood and Black Lace? No. Oh, you've seen it before? Many times. I had never seen it. Oh, you've oh. seen it many yes. times? Yes. Really? I've literally, Michael walked in during one of the scenes and he's like, didn't you watch this recently? I mean, it was within the last year and a half was oh. the last time I watched it. Okay. But that wasn't the first time I watched it. That was oh, like really? the third. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the first time I oh. watched this movie. Yeah. Well, you watch a lot more older stuff than I do. I've been slacking on that, but yeah, in the past couple of years, I've been really hitting up the old stuff, so. Yeah, more so than I have. Um, but yeah, that was the trailer for Blood and Black Lace, 1965. Hey. Why don't you stab us in the heart with that synopsis? I will. A masked, shadowy killer brutally murders the models of a scandalous fashion house in Rome. Fashion house. That's it. 
what is it called? A hot couture. Couture. Hot, hot couture. Hot couture. Yes. Which means like. Hot couture. No. <laughs> uh, it means high culture. No, hot couture. No. <laughs> it means high culture, right? Because hot, sure. hot tension is yeah. high tension. There you go. French film. Good one by uh, Aja. Yes, that is a great film. Alexandre Aja. That's anyway, one of those, yeah. uh, your initial thoughts. Well, okay. Um, I've seen this before. This isn't my first time, like I mentioned. Um, is it your first rodeo? The same. has it, you know, doesn't feel like the first <laughs> time. Anyways. So you didn't feel like a virgin watching this? No. Don't not touched for the very first time. So this movie didn't touch you for the first time. Mm-mm. Other movies touched you for yes. the first time. Okay. Yes. Diddled. anyways so i do really enjoy this movie uh i just love the atmosphere the score the the cinematography ladies oh i just love the ladies (laughs) they really rev my engine but they do not belong in the newsroom no they belong in in, in runways as models fashion anyways (laughs) so this movie is great all around very entertaining um there is obviously always a little twisty twist where you're trying to figure out who the killer is yeah and you know they like really <laughs> give it to you. It's a whodunit. It is very much a whodunit. I love it. I love the score so much. I love, like I said, the atmosphere, the scenery, um, some beautiful ladies. Yes, the women in this movie are gorgeous. Yes, like drop dead gorgeous. Well, they're models, so. Yeah, I know, but. Anyways, this is very entertaining all around, and a great start for Giallo July. Yes, very, I actually wrote that down too. This is a. Perfect. Really great movie to kick off Giallo yeah. July because this is a true blue Giallo. Heads and tails all the way up and down through and oh, through. Yeah. Very much a Giallo. Has all the familiar trappings of uh, a by-the-books Giallo. Mm-hmm. We have a masked killer on the loose wearing a trench coat and leather gloves. So much neon lighting. Um, this one, like we well, we started talking about this at the beginning. This one doesn't have a lot of blood. No. That Not is my much. only That was kind problem. of added later on. Yes. Um, the movies that this influenced, uh, you know, added a mm. lot more violence because you do have some gore. good deaths here but like it, they would be even better yeah, with more with blood because they do blood, like the whole yeah. like just blood on the little yeah, lip yeah, yeah. thingy just a little bit more blood please. although there is uh, there is a pretty gruesome scene in this mm-hmm. uh with somebody being tortured but we'll get to that later oh yeah oh yeah um but yeah this is much less gory and bloody than a lot of the movies that inspired um and on top of all the fun giallo uh, trappings. Uh, we have an enormous cast of characters. Oh yeah, any of whom could be the killer. Yes, and that's the point. You can't trust so anybody. So many red herrings in this movie. Yeah. So many. Everyone's We've got, a suspect. Yeah, we, everyone's sleeping together. There's uh-huh. drugs. There's Diaries, betrayal and yeah. melodrama money. and suspense and money yeah. and romance and like it really is a really fun movie. It is yeah. just a blast to watch. Um, like you said, the atmosphere is amazing. Mm-hmm. The killer is really cool. Oh, it's all really totally simple, cool. just like that white mask. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed this movie a lot. However, Uh-oh. I did get lost several times. Um, I do get <laughs> lost with the men because I get them all mixed up because they all just look like they, little white men. Okay, yes. So that was going to be something I was going to say too. All of the men in this movie kind of, except the. The one dude, the pill popper dude, mm-hmm. everyone, all all the men kind of yeah. look the same. <laughs> and it, so I did get them mixed up a little bit. And too. they're all like fucking each other. Like they're all having secret yes. relationships. There's that whole. So like, many affairs. Yeah. There's like a lot of affairs going on. And who's with who? And like I read the plot mm-hmm. on like like Wikipedia. And I was like, okay, let me see if I figured this out. And I read it and I was like, nope. 
I still don't really mm-hmm. know how any of this works. I mean, there's that big reveal at the end, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, it's it's that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't the, see that coming. I don't know though. what the fuck is going on anymore. Who and why and what? But I still really had fun. And I actually watched it twice trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Okay, I still couldn't. Yeah, I still got it mixed up, and I've seen it like three or four There's times already. Somewhere in the like at the end of like the second act, beginning of the third act, that I really just find myself lost. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening? Who? Why is this person? And we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, those I really liked it. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Really enjoyed this movie. So, uh, what do we do next? How do we do the show? Oh, spoilers. Ahoy hoy. Spoilers ahoy hoy. Oh boy boy. Brightening facts? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my dumbass. I was like, wait, is, isn't it spooks of fix? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have to do frightening facts first. So this was written by Marcello Fondato, Giuseppe <laughs> Baria, and Mario Bava. And it was directed by the uh, wonderful and mega influential mm-hmm. Mario Baba who sure also is. directed Bay of Blood, The Evil Eye, mm-hmm. Black Sabbath, Kill Baby Kill oh, and yeah. like a thousand other movies. Mm-hmm. Mario Baba if yeah, if you're going to get into giallos and 60s horror, oh, yeah. 70s horror, you, you're going to have to you're going to have to deal with Mario Baba. That you, sounds like a problem that you <laughs> that you want to have. Yes, you should not have an issue with. <laughs> Dude, his movies are fucking great. Oh, Black yeah. Sabbath is I love that awesome. Movie, yeah. It's such a good movie. And yeah, I watched that one actually not that long ago, too. Um, yeah, uh, Bay of Blood. I really... Bay of Blood, it, they say, is one of the most uh, influential movies to mm-hmm. sla- to like you know contemporary slashers that, that was made. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I believe we've talked about it on the show before. But anyway, uh, the cast. This movie stars some people. No, not my mother. Um, she would have been two when this movie was made <laughs> and she can't act no the worst two-year-old actor ever she was the she was a really bad two-year-old actor <laughs> so much so that she wasn't even one wow yeah you might have said like well you're not a two-year-old actor because you suck at it <laughs> because you don't do it yeah because you don't do it there you go <laughs> stupid no it wasn't that was great that show was stupid you're stupid Cameron Mitchell, Eva Bartok, Thomas Reiner, Ariana Guarini, Dante DiPaolo, Mary Arden, Franco Russell. Wow, I was really thought I was going to have to wrestle with some of these uh, uh, names. And, yeah, uh, I know. I'm a little disappointed. Claude Dantes, Luciano Pagazzi, Leilander, Ma- Massimo. Hey, remember Massimo? Or that's Massimo. Mm-hmm. Is that how you spell it? M A S. Do you remember? Do you remember that brand at uh, Target? Well, it started out in the 90s. It was like a cool like uh-huh. surfer brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got moved over to Target. I remember I had so many of those shirts from Target. Um, so did I, uh, so did Sideshow Mike. Yep. Francesco Angaro, Giuliano Raffaelli, Harriet Medin, Medin, Mary Carmen, Heidi Stroh, Enzo Sarusico. I think we're good there. And Nadia Anti. Yep. This <laughs> movie, uh, I forgot to look this up, but I... I kind of don't think it's going to be there. This movie, the budget was $141 million? No way, because no. this fact says it was a low budget. No, that and whoever why, wrote this, yeah. that is no way. very much wrong. $141 million, no way. Okay, so that's wrong. Anyway, so I don't know how much... That's okay. This mi- uh, it seems low budget. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, with these older movies, it's hard to find facts like the budget and the gross <laughs> and all that stuff so that's what i got 
Okay. What, what facts do you have for I us? I have a couple. Not a lot. Uh, I couldn't <coughs> find a lot on this. Uh, due to the film's low budget, duh, Mario Bava mounted the camera on a child's wagon and used it for tracking shots. Nice. He did a lot of tracking shots. That were really cool. Yeah. Where everything's sliding. The I cinematography in this movie is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he's loved really, it. he's such a good Smart. director. Yeah. He's got an eye. He's got a an neck. eye. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a landmark film in Italian cinema because it began the gi- giallo genre, apparently. Whoa, 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 That's what whoa. it says. The giallo genre remains Italy's longest running no. cinematic movement. That's just what the facts say. No. I don't write them. I just read them. The first giallo movie was... Your mom. No. Um, keep, keep talking. I'll find <clears> it. Anyways, for its original release in America, the distributor. Distribu- uh, <laughs> the <God>. distributor? <laughs> Are you really saying distributor? Distribution. <laughs> distributor. <laughs> the distributor. <laughs> they disliked Bava's opening credits that showed the cast posed around the salon in a series of creative tracking shots, which is the version that I watched. They uh, instead had new opening credits made that showed a series of macabre animations of mannequins being shot. Is that the one you watched? No. Okay. Because I loved, 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 loved the intro to this oh, movie. Oh, dude, amazing. When they're showing all the characters yes, and, and the they're light. Like posing around. And they had the mannequins yes. in different colors and, and back. The flowers. It was so good. And Why? the music made me want to tango. Yeah, yeah the movie. Yeah. Oh, fucking amazing. So good. So anyways, though, but apparently they didn't like that and they made them do a different version. And the film was a disappointment at the box office, not even breaking the 100 top grossing films of the year in Italy. That makes me sad. That does also make me sad. Meatball is also sad. Not really surprised, though. But anyways, that's actually all that I have. So did you find your facts or are you uh, done arguing with me? The Girl Who Knew Too Much, 1963, is considered by most critics to be the first Giallo film. I knew it wasn't this one. I'm not saying it's the first. I'm saying it really kicked it off. Okay. (laughs) Because <laughs> do you remember that one? No. You remember this one. That's true. Hmm. In your face. Punk. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's all we got for facts? That's all I got. I That's couldn't a, find any. It's a light week for facts. All right. Spook Civics. What do we have to say specifically about this movie? Huh. 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 Go. Okay. Uh, like we said, the opening credits. I loved them so much. They made one a tango. Uh, it's very mystery drama music. Yes. Very uh, sleazy kind of yes. music. Yeah. I loved it. I and fucking loved it. And the way they have it. everyone set up, it was cool. It was uh, so good. It was the, so creative. Yeah. And the score all around is fantastic. The scores on these type of movies, eerie, dramatic, scene setting. That's one of the that's one of the defining characteristics of a, of most giallos, too, is that they usually have yeah. very... Um, very distinguished like you know identifiable oh, scores yeah, where yeah. you're like oh that's this movie oh that's that movie you know like goblin doing a bunch uh-huh. of argento movies and shit like that so like yeah phenomenal all around um like we talked about the creative beautiful shots in this oh, there's so, so many of them yes especially like fog and lighting and just framing of people yes everything was perfect in this uh, movie. Amazing. so good so, uh, and then when you just get to the opening of the movie, you're starting with uh, the swaying broken sign, the dreary, rainy, foggy atmosphere, the shadows of people in the window. I loved that little, it that was little bit so cool. with the, w- the people in the windows walking yeah, around. It made it, it feel like extra creepy. It set the mood. It yeah. was actually giving me like a weird Alfred Hitchcock feel to it. A little it. bit, yeah. Like just that part. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You don't have to wait for the killing. The mass killer shows up pretty shows quickly. Shows up like in the first scene, yeah. Which is great because you're like, what? What are we doing already? Already, man? Uh, that's one thing also that I'll say that I should have said in uh, um, initial thoughts. This movie is very well paced. 
Oh, it's, yeah. It's going at a really good steady pace. The whole movie is very few spots where it starts to get boring. Yeah, there's they, not they, a lot of downside. There is a lot of dialogue, but they, they keep yeah. it moving. Like, there's stuff happening, and you're trying to figure it out, too. Like, who's who, and well, is it that person, or is it that person, or what's going mm -hmm. on? Um, so, yes, I was very uh, happy with the way this oh, movie yeah. flowed. Um, I talked about We talked about it a little bit uh, in the beginning, but the standard of attractiveness attractiveness in the Hollywood oh in the, in the 60s. Not that this is Hollywood per se. Mm -hmm. It's an Italian movie. But it was off the it's charts so in the 60s. It's so different now. It so really different. is. Like, these women are just so beautiful. They are so insanely beautiful. And, like, not beautiful. over the top. Nah. It's just, like... No, nah. and the styles and fashion are really oh, cool. And, absolutely. like, everything just seems so natural with these, you know, with these mm -hmm. women and everything. And they're just these beautiful, gorgeous women. Not that I have a problem with, like, you know getting work done or anything like that. But it's just like not that. the same, I feel. But you know? yeah, it's, it was different back then and it's a very classy and like and the very standard. Like the, think of how it is for women. Like we have to are constantly being compared. Like if that was the standard now, I would love that. Yeah. But no, I have to like <laughs> get like my Kardashian shape on or some shit. Yeah. Not me. I'm not doing it. But I'm just saying like yeah, that's yeah. what people are like trying to like yeah. now. And I wish it was like these women still because they're so beautiful and just, you know. And they all, they all, natural. speaking of the whole like everyone's trying to look like Kardashian or whatever. They which, do. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of people, I think. Mm -hmm. But like they all had their, their very own distinct look. Oh, yeah. All of them. Oh, yeah. And they all looked different and they were all dressed differently, but they all were all their own characters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just really, it was really, uh, really, um, attractive movie <laughs> yeah everything in it's just so gorgeous i mean we talked about the men though oh no the man was weird just the detective i thought he was attractive he was kind it. of a hunky yeah. kind of guy yeah nice and tall anyway but yeah i thought that was really cool i like watching 60s movies for that it's like hey, these women are gorgeous yeah um all we, right we already talked about that go ahead um and i obviously we already talked about the mass killer uh i love the way his his look you know the standard giallo trench coat hat gloves but also that flesh tone mask that creepy white flesh tone mask yeah it was great amazing great setup it's so simple yes and it's like right there from the beginning and you know it's effective yeah, i like it's love it yeah um and then like with i've noticed with like these jalo films there's like there's always like beautiful pops of red so you have that red mannequin that i want so bad yeah but then you also have the red curtains, a red sheet covering a random mirror in the antique shop, a red telephone. It's like you have to have your pops of red. I didn't. I agree with you. I think I think it made it like really like eye catching. Yeah. Some of these scenes, you're just like, oh shit, that red thing's there. But were they doing a thing with the red? Because there's a scene where the dude, and we're in spoiled spoiler territory, right? We are. We're yeah. So the the pill popper. Mm -hmm. was one of the biggest red herrings in the movie because oh, yeah. he's not doing red drugs herring. you think that he's doing cocaine or some yeah. some hardcore drugs but he's not he's an epileptic mm -hmm. and when we see we, one of the first times we see him he you, and it's they're alluding like hey this is a suspect pay attention mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like he could be the killer now he's gonna go do drugs mm -hmm. he goes around and you see a shadow take the pill but right on the outside mm -hmm. is a red mannequin oh yeah do you were they doing it because i now that I'm, I'm just thinking about this now um were they putting those pops of red like near the red herrings? I feel like they were. It was like a sign. Like it a was, little, right? Like this yeah, isn't, do this it isn't the like person. A, yeah. This isn't the person. Like, like the guy who... No, because... Maybe. Yeah, because I don't notice reds except for the red mannequin near they, the... They probably weren't. The lady who like ran the fashion house. But the madam. But... But she wasn't She wasn't really... She was... Some some she kills. Who 
Okay, yeah, it was the one who there was the lady that ran it and that that dude. Yeah, yeah. But she was only doing it because of him. Yeah. So, anyways, right? So and maybe. He, okay, so that's that's kind of what I got. Correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end, it turns out to be these two guys: the 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 house owner and the, the dude, madam and the dude. The dude yeah. and his plan from the gate was to secretly marry this chick mm-hmm. so that he could have he would her be he would be heir to her yeah. fortune. Yeah, and, he, and, and, and kill her. But, but he, have but her he, framed. Yeah. But yeah. he fucked up. Yeah. And he died. Yeah. Okay. So then I was right. Okay. Well. Yes. But because when he's all the men are being held at the yeah, prison. Yeah. She has to go kill to establish that. She had to kill that, like, yeah. to. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. so I wasn't I wasn't too far lost. And she like didn't like doing it. She was like. <laughs> no. She hated it. She hated it. And then he was like, well, we have to do it so that they think this person did it. But really, he was just setting her up again. Anyways, that's the end. We'll get to that. Oh, wait, I wanted to talk about that scene since we're already there. Yeah, okay. We're already talking about it. I know it's at the end. It's like the very end of the movie. Yeah, we can move around. But um, so the dude's insisting like, no, you have to kill her. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to. And then she starts having a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. Dude fucking slaps oh, her. Yeah, like that's slaps standard. her right in the face. And he's like, calm down. Snap out of it. And then she like falls into his arms and she's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do the. What? Snap out of it. Share slap. Yeah. What do you, oh. I wrote a bunch of weird stuff. I think it's just okay. lines from that. I was really high last night. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was like, oh shit, he just slapped the fuck out of That's how her. you handle things back then. Yeah. There's I some wish scenes. we still could because I would love to slap you right now. There's some scenes. There's that scene where the... You want to slap me? Why? Yeah, snap out doing? of it. Ah, Relax. Ah, ah, sorry. That scene where the killer is... Uh, it's before he takes, or is it after he takes her. At one point, he's got the girl that he's torturing. Mm-hmm. And I remember he puts it on her hand on the on the yeah. the oven or whatever that thing was. Peggy, he I think. Puts her, was. yeah, it was Peggy. Yeah, puts her face on, on and that, shit. Ooh, but before yeah. he does that, he really slaps her around, man. Oh, he yeah. slaps the shit out of her. Yeah, he knocks her out. <laughs> it's like Jesus, really laying into these chicks. Well, <laughs> they should listen more. They should. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not funny, guys. What do you tell a woman that has one black or two black eyes? You ever heard that joke? Yes. Stupid joke. Because men think they're funny. Yeah, right. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some great scenes in this. Uh, there's a scene in the antique place and the lights are flashing. I think that's when he gets... Yeah, that museum type place or, or it's an yeah. antique it's shop. An antique, okay, he's yeah, like yeah. an antique dealer or whatever. Right, right, so. right. And you see like the lights are like flashing and you see the killer and like in the flashing yes, lights. Yes, and, and it then disappears. disappears. Yeah, that was awesome. Amazing. That was rad. They yeah. have a lot of green light. Uh, you're getting views from the mirror on the wall like because she puts her hand against it. Uh-huh. I really can't say enough how visually wonderful Stunning. this film is like that whole scene where they find the dead girl's diary and she puts it in her bag yeah and literally like the scene is just focused on the bag with them in the background because the diary's in the bag but there was a didn't they do it they did a, i have that written down because mm-hmm. when she she peggy pulls out the diary and she's like isabella kept a diary mm-hmm. and everyone like turned oh, and, and it was like shot on the, everyone's the faces. music drops and it goes to all of their faces yes. and you're like it, ba- mario baba was literally saying like it could be any one of these yes. people it was like, Everyone everyone's like got that suspect. like that's that like scared like menacing yeah, look on their face like oh. it's like all oh, everyone gasps because everyone's got yes, something in that book yeah. because they all have all these wild secrets i love it ah, so good i thought that part was so cool yeah and i love yeah i love that it was so creative and then there's the constant view on the handbag because, you know, she's yeah. like walking in that dress or walking the runway and they're like to make us feel like it's undisturbed. No one's bothered it. But, yeah. you know, to signify its important, importance. To signify its importance. Importance. <laughs> 
Um, there was another scene that was kind of like that, where they kind of did like mm-hmm. something similar, which I thought, which made me laugh because I was like, oh no. It was such a like 60s moment. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those two dudes are talking and the detective is like, like really laying into this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and the guys, you know, it was when he was like, he was like, well, I don't want there to be any scandal about this, but like, I don't. I don't have, you know, closed relationships. Yeah. Basically saying, like, I sleep with who I want to yeah. sleep with. Um, but just don't tell anybody because that'll be a scandal. And then he says, yeah, okay, well, what about this? And he's like, he's like, ever seen this before? And the guy's like, I don't know. What is it? <laughs> and the detective lifts it up and he goes, cocaine. And I went, Brandy! <laughs> oh, my God, really? It didn't even look like cocaine. <laughs> is that what cocaine used to come in in Italy is these little pouches maybe i just fancy i just laughed i rewound it like three times it's like cocaine <laughs> it was really <laughs> cocaine. funny i liked it a lot well laugh. next time i uh get some i'll ask for no, i don't want to do any cocaine have you ever done cocaine in high school okay i've yeah. never done it in high school but that was a long time ago yeah you're, old. you're fucking old well you're, i did a dark dealer for like two weeks so it was free you, oh nice no he was lame nice <laughs> Anyways, he's, like, he's a just, DJ in Las Vegas now. Did you date? Did you date him just because you wanted the cocaine? No, I was bored. You were bored, <laughs> so you dated a drug dealer. Yes, Anyways. a high school drug dealer. Those oh, are the worst. I was kind. in high school. He wasn't. Oh, oh, Melissa. <laughs> what were you thinking? I wasn't. You could have been killed. Oh. <laughs> oh. Missed opportunity. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. Oh, uh, <laughs> cocaine cocaine uh let's see here <laughs> uh there's some we mentioned uh, there's some fun kills here you don't get the gore which i would have appreciated more yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. have like the face burning that girl stabbed in the eye with the antique armor yes oh that was gruesome. that was so cool but you should get some blood out of that yeah i was really disappointed there wasn't any blood or we so that was see, like, like you know after effect that was like really my only complaint i wish we had some more of that um instead of like just the cute little bit from the mouths yeah but you know um suspect lineups Ooh. were way different back then yes. they were like talking to her they were like uh-huh. nah it couldn't have been me like whoa like i thought that was fun <laughs> they, yeah. they just lined the dudes up and then they brought the girl into the uh-huh. same room with all of the potential yeah. killers yeah there's, not even like there's a the glass yeah, where you no, can't see there's potentially a very dangerous person in that room there is and they just don't care yeah. they're just like yeah we'll show it's one of these guys hey so, let's which one is yeah it? like point them out like <laughs> What were they thinking? What if she had pointed out? I was like, yeah, it's that guy. They would have arrested him. <laughs> yeah, but now he knows, like... Uh, but like, he was wearing just... a mask. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I so love it. Ri- so ridiculous how they did not know what they were doing back then. Like, how much they had no idea what That's the fuck true. they were doing. It had its charms. <laughs> Do you think maybe, though, that that was because she was a woman? And they were just like, bad, it's just a woman. Who cares? Like, uh, I hope not, but maybe. maybe. The 60s, they were different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, also like they, so the girl kills Peggy, right? No, she kills, no, she kills somebody. All right. I'm ahead of myself. So anyways, Peggy's (laughs) killed and the girl who, the madam who owns the fashion house is, she puts her in to the other girl's car. Okay. I had a question about this too. Yeah. She's trying to like take suspicion frame, frame off someone. of yeah. off of the trying to frame her yeah take suspicion off of the dudes at the you know yeah, yeah yeah whatever but the girl i can't think of her name 
yeah. just brings the body I don't understand this at in all. the house. The only thing I could think of was that she was like, if they find this body in my trunk, they're going mm-hmm. to, to know it was, they're going to think it's me and I'm going to get arrested. But yeah. it's like, if you went and told them, like, I didn't put this here. Yeah, they would believe Yeah, her. they would definitely believe you. Yeah, like, there's no way. I did way. not put the... What, who would do that? So I feel like they did that because it's another red herring. They want us to think that, that she's it was the her. killer. Well, they they won. And when I was watching this movie, I was like, I had to rewind this three times. And yeah. I should have just watched to the end because it's like, oh, she didn't kill that person. Yeah, but like, I was we're like, like why would you do that? When did she kill her? When, she, when would she have been able Especially to kill this Especially because she was woman? acting all scared. She's like, yeah. I don't want to be alone. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Just like she was, well, she opened the trunk and she just ran and got help. Yeah, like called someone. Um, yeah, like the guy getting her tea was right there. I would have been like, "Uh, dude." Yo, what the fuck is this, police? man? I found this in my car. But what? Just leave it. I in the mean, car. no one's even going to mention how when she was backing out of the fashion house, she hit the tree. She's a tree. She backs into a tree. Oh, really? Not hard, but it's like, damn, girl, you can't drive. <laughs> but anyways so yeah i also didn't understand that i didn't mind it i liked it i thought it was funny, fine but yeah but i just get, so it really just confused me peggy's dead body into the house which is clearly a mannequin at certain points in yeah, certain yeah. shots which is fine it just looked really funny so you know that's already like they're like oh that's the killer they want you to believe that's the killer for a bit yeah and i'm like oh shit i mean i already seen it but the first time i was like oh shit oh shit oh that little girl did it but then the killer <laughs> although all the men are t- detained, pops up and does some more killing. Yeah, and then I was really confused. Yes. I was like, wait, what the fuck is Which happening? Which I like, kind of love. Because well, yeah, I figured it out after a while. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, when you, if you wait to the end, you can you figure it all out. But then but it's even crazier because then they show the guy, like the guy's leaving, they're giving all their stuff back, yeah, and, then, and then he has like, wait, the I, notebook. Yeah, yeah, that, with the two things on it. That yeah, the yeah. killer like wrote in to ask Peggy where the diary was. Right. So, so like, it's like, wait. How is this? Yeah. What is happening? No, it was, it was, there was, in my opinion, there's a little bit too much. I don't think so, but. But at least it all, it all works. If oh, you, yeah. if you watch it closely enough, it's all there. There's no holes. There's no, it, it all makes sense. Oh yeah. It adds up. And it's they just give it like, to you. It's just, there's so much. Mm-hmm. Is it this guy? Is it this chick? Oh, is it those people? Wait. Is it that guy? Is it there's her? There's more. Yeah. Right? Like. Uh, yeah. Like. <laughs> which brings us to our conclusion. It was a double team, double cross. It's a double penetration. Wow. And then it was (laughs) like a... They DP'd the fashion house. (laughs) And then it was like a turn on each other type situation. Yeah. So, yeah, there's more betrayal. Yes. It's like a soap opera. Dude, it really is. But it's fun, man. Oh, love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. Is there anything else? No, it's all There's a secret bookcase door. That was fucking rad. Yeah, and then he went down into that little cool, dingy, like cobwebby basement, and I was like, I want this. You know, when I was watching it, I was I, I, I'm not making this up. I saw the bookcase, and I was like, man, I hope they do like a secret bookcase thing. And then he did it, and I jumped up. I was like, yeah, secret bookcase. That was beautiful. It was like definitely something I because I really didn't think they were gonna do it, and I was like, that's the in my head, I'm like, that's the perfect bookcase for like a secret entryway. I hope they do it. And then he did it, and I was like, yes. And then you're the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, and you're just like pointing at the TV. Yes, yes. They did it. They did it. Amazing. So good. Um, yeah. I didn't tell you my story. Oh, sorry. So I was I was watching this last night again. Um, and it was late. It was, well, I was watching WrestleMania. Yeah, while you were watching WrestleMania 15, <laughs> I was watching this, and uh, I went outside to have a sm- cigarette and mm-hmm. to you know smoke a little of the ganja, uh, the the ganja, I don't know. the weed drugs. Yes, um, fun weed drugs. And I'm please. sitting out there, and I'm just I'm smoking a cigarette and like looking at my phone, and I, this girl comes out from next door. Ew. Um, and I know our neighbor. Our neighbor's really nice. What a whore. And I talked. <laughs> so messed up. Uh, she's very nice. 
But I didn't know this, this lady that came out. Mm-hmm. Or lady girl. I don't know. Whatever lady girl. The, this lady girl. <laughs> the came lady out. girl. Um, this lady girl woman came out. And uh, she sat down and starts smoking a cigarette. And she looks over at me and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. She's like, what are you doing? Like inside, like, what, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, I was like, I'm, I'm just hanging out. I was watching a movie. And she's like, what? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? She's like, I can't hear you. And then she stood up and like came and sat down in front of me on the sidewalk. And I was like, oh, this chick's drunk. I was oh. like, oh, she, she's real drunk. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, cool. Just be cool. Like, whatever. And I was and I was like, oh, I'm watching a movie. And she's like, oh, what movie are you watching? <laughs> went, Did you tell her? I smiled and I went, I was like, I'm watching a movie called Blood and Black Lace. And she was like, Blood and Black Lace? She's like, what is that? <laughs> and I was like, it's a it's like a murder mystery thriller from like 1965. And she's like, You're watching a movie from 1965? Oh my god, how old was this lady? She's I've come neat. to find out she was like uh in her early fifties. She did not look like she was in her early fifties. Really? She's good at all. Yeah, she looked great. Um But she's like, What is that? And I was like Wow. And I told her, I was like, Well, it's like a you know, it's from nineteen sixty five. She's like, You yeah. watch movies from nineteen sixty five? And I was like, yeah, you know, they're kind of fun. And she like totally cut me off. She's like, I watched a movie last night <laughs> from 2011. <laughs> and she's like, I saw it on Netflix. It was called. Uh, wow. Uh, what was it called? Now I forget. It was a it was a really depressing oh, movie. Oh, I want to know. Um, Melt With Me. Nope. Never heard of it. Uh, it's like I said, it's a movie from 2011. Yeah. It's, uh, Jeremy Piven's in it. Yeah. I don't know. 2011. Melt With Me. Yeah. Um, it's just this, she described it as just a, a Rob Lowe, Jeremy Piven, Thomas Jane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, these horribly depressing things happen to these people, and they commit suicide. And it's really it's a mm-hmm. it's a thriller, kind of. But it's like apparently, according to her, it's just really sad and depressing. Wow. And she she was really go- like talking a lot about this movie and telling me like how much I shouldn't watch it and like how depressing it was. And then our other neighbor came out. Oh, her name's no. uh, well, I won't say her name. <laughs> But she comes out and she's like, did you guys hear something like really loud? She's really annoying. Like oh. She's she's like, you know, kind of a worry word. She lives alone. Yeah. You know, did you hear like a bang or whatever? And this this girl was like, I didn't hear nothing. I don't live here. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, and, and she's asking me. And she's like, well, were you were you out? You weren't outside like around like two o'clock last night. Were you? And I was like, no, I was in bed. She's like, well, I heard something. I came out and, uh, you know, it sounded like a gunshot. And I was like, it's probably fireworks. Yeah, it's the freaking 4th like, of July week or whatever. And she's like, okay, yeah, it's, you're probably right. And then this girl starts looking at her and she's like, you look weird. Ah! <laughs> and this lady was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll see you guys later. She's like, no, 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 you look weird. She was like, you look like a deer. Oh my and she was God. like, okay, good night. And she's like, no, come back. You look like a deer. <laughs> and she, she went inside and I was dying laughing she's like doesn't she look like a deer and i was like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> and then you the, always get to have all the fun and then the neighbor comes out the the one that i know mm-hmm. who's very much not drunk i think she might have been a little buzz yeah but she's like there you are like <laughs> where have you been she's like i was talking to your neighbor and she was like oh my god i'm so sorry oh but she was and then this other lady was like we were talking about movies and then my neighbor was like oh did you see did you see uh top gun and we just started talking about movies no. for like an hour yeah it was crazy Cool, cool yeah. story, bro. It was kind of fun, actually. Wow. It was really funny. I'm so glad you shared that with me. Yeah. Well, I shared it with everyone. You did. Shared it with the world. Not yet, once you post. That's true. Okay. Um cool story. So yeah, that was that was my <laughs> my fun time watching this movie last night. Amazing. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. 
Um, so yeah, that's all I had to say about this movie. All I right. think I think I'm done, right? Yeah, let's get to. Um, Are you done? You know, anything else? Frightening. Love this movie. No, nope, oh, not frightening. Freaky. See, make sure I didn't miss anything. Yes, I love this movie. Great all around. Literally, just so like shots are beautiful. Cinematography is amazing. Score is amazing. It's a lot of fun. And then, like, if you it's your first time watching it, you really don't know who did it until the no, like, you, much the they end, really so. keep it hidden, which it, I love. And it it literally could be anyone the entire movie. Oh, I wanted to say something about the uh, the dude with epilepsy. Yeah. If you, I, I, I mean, I think that I'm being accurate with this. Mm. Uh, my sister, my Dr. sister Tuck. had epilepsy, so I grew up with somebody mm-hmm. that had seizures. Yeah. I had a cat who had epilepsy. I have never experienced a seizure like the one that that guy went through. Uh, (laughs) He's like, ah, ah, ah. Well, he's not, maybe he's not a good actor. That is not my experience with seizures. Usually there's no noise. Right. Usually it's just like, well, Mm -hmm. once or twice with my sister, there was like, oh my God. And then like seizure time. Um, Never. Yeah. And I've I've been at school and and seen kids have seizures before. I don't think they they did their research. Yeah, no, that is not. If you've never dealt with a seizure before well they didn't know they dr are, chuck was watching they are not they're not like that no. whatsoever this guy i mean there is flailing sometimes oh, yeah. and shaking but this guy was like screaming and going crazy like ah, 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 ah. like no nah, that doesn't mm-hmm. usually happen <laughs> anyway freaky <laughs> favorites yeah let's do it all right, freaky favorites, your favorite kill. Okay, I'm going to actually go with the first kill, Isabella, because uh, when the killer drags her slowly, it actually really made me think that Wes Craven took some inspiration from oh, it probably. when he has Casey being murdered in the beginning of Scream, and there's that scene where she's slowly being dragged yeah, away. Yeah. It was very much like that, and I loved it. Yeah. So I Could would be. say the first one. Okay, um, my favorite kill is the um, um, after the torture mm-hmm. of Peggy. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, wait, I didn't even have this written down. What? <laughs> this is a favorite kill. I didn't write it down. You didn't write down your favorite kill. No, I wrote down another one, but I wanted to change it oh, to okay. this one. I, so he I like wrote, tortures I wrote my, her. Yeah, he tortures her. He pushes oh, her. He just pushes her face, face down. Face into the metal, yeah, that, like the, that, the that's hot her, thing. That's yeah. her death, right? Yes. Okay, that was my favorite. I like that. That I whole was scene really was good. gruesome. The um, the the close up on her. I ha- I have it on her Instagram. If you want to go check it out right now, it's on her. Well, you're not gonna. It won't be there when this is being aired. But you know. But uh, the close-up of her face oh, yeah. screaming, and it's just bright mm-hmm. neon pink. And the screams were great in this because they're yeah. so loud in your pitch. But they do that close-up on her face, and she's like, ah, yeah. and then he pushes her face. It just uh-huh. looked amazing. And she's like putting her hand out. She's trying to stop. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. It looked so cool. It was my favorite kill, for sure. Cool. Favorite character. Um, I don't really have one. I kind of like the chick with the short hair. Uh, I don't know. Everyone was kind of shitty, and I just thought she was... From- strangely attractive the one that you the one that really made you thought that she was the killer yeah the one that looked extra evil and was yes. always like she had those great yeah. eyebrows they she drown was, her later whew, she was uh right she was something. she had amazing hair she was and just attitude gorgeous. she was tall yeah uh she was very Loved attractive a tall woman anyway so that's my favorite character just because like i thought she was the hot one and everyone else is pretty shitty i'm gonna go with her too okay she was Ooh, she was gorgeous man dude i feel it i agree i meant to bring her up when we were talking about how gorgeous uh, the and women they definitely are. do make her seem like yeah she seems like the, they the, like did the all one. the zoom ins on her just yeah she and she's more. like she always looked like a little angry yeah, a little she was crazy raising those eyebrows yeah, yeah she's like and that one scene where she's like i don't think there's gonna be any more killing yes. tonight or whatever she says yeah but she said it was because they were locked up but the way yeah, she said but the it, way yeah. she said it was like i'm oh. the killer bitch like <laughs> and then it wasn't her at no. all and she had very little to do with the story whatsoever yeah they just 
use her like to they kill her later just to try and frame her. I thought um I thought what's her name um the girl that lived in the countryside too. Yeah. I also thought she was very attractive. Oh yeah, she's super cute. Yeah, see, women in this movie are gorgeous. Yep. Most of them are dead now, aren't they? Maybe. <laughs> um. Okay. So favorite quote. Wait, should we get her name? What was her name? Well, on in the movie it was like Tao Lee or something. Okay. Some, yeah. It was like a weird like uh Claude Dantes. That's, that's, that's the name of the actress yes claude dantes yes there Her, she is yeah so she, she's been in this and like two things yeah that's fine anyways here a quote go ahead um he was all in black and didn't appear to have a face okay i only picked that as my favorite because he said it so seriously like hey he was wearing a mask dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, like then, really? and then like the detective was like well he probably had a mask on he's like yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? That was funny. I forgot about that. They're yeah. like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, my favorite quote, if only the men would come back. We're only women left alone. <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> that did make me laugh. But the like, men, like, we think they're the killers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like, we're, we're only women. Don't they know? They can't leave us here like this. So that was funny. That is um, funny. Also, good morning, Clarice. Uh, uh, like in Silence of the yeah. Lambs. Remember that one on the phone? Got it. Anyway, that's all I got. There were some pretty funny lines in this too. Yeah, I agree. Great movie. Loved yeah, it. Amazing. I had a blast watching it. Is that it? Are we that's done? it. You just closed your computer. Yes, don't close yours. No, I won't. Um well that's it. That's oh this is the end of episode ninety nine. Hey, feel episode hundred is next. We have no idea what we're doing still. That's fine. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on the social medias, uh, Instagram. You can find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Forsaken Cinema. You can email us Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can visit our website ForsakenCinema.com. Oh, yeah. And wherever you're doing your stuff, um, drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Please. Any one of those places, you can DM us, email us, message us directly on the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Suggest movies, suggest segments. Oh, yes. All that stuff. Um, and wherever you are listening, we're available on every podcast platform. Please rate, review, like, subscribe. I didn't know what I was going to say. Subscribe. Like, subscribe, share, follow. Rate, review. Rate, review. Yes. I think that's it. We did it. All right. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.